with the the job search engines and the marketing but engines. But if you run the employment ad, you can target who you want. And you, you can, can target, but that doesn't mean that that person is necessarily going to. They might, but but you're putting out a wide net. If the people don't respond, you can't control that. So are you saying that th that um, diversity in the workplace is not an important factor? I didn't say that. So talk to me, Cope. What are your thoughts about the practice of hiring employees regardless of gender, race, age, ethnicity, sexual orientation, education, and all those other attributes that people can check the box? to maintain a diverse and successful workplace. Yeah, I really don't understand all that and get it. So when I hear people talking about, oh, we, 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 have, a, we have a task force or we have a committee for diversity and inclusion oh, yeah. and all these different things, I hear you on these racial task force and this, that, and the third. I'm just like. Wait, you say racial task force like I was on a whole bunch. I was on one. Whatever it is. And that was for my school. I just hear the, the all this going on now, especially since BLM, with the diversity and listen, I don't understand for listen, I understand why, but diversity period should just happen across the board. So if you if you, people are saying, oh, we need to have a diversity plan or we need someone to be in charge of diversity. So it sounds like to me there that at some point in time you, there was some decision somewhere where people just decided to hire a certain way and whether that's I don't know based on gender based on culture based on whatever so for me it's like it's simple I am totally blinded when I go into interviews or I'm looking to hire someone because I only care about one thing can you do the job the way we need it done to provide good service and we can increase our revenue or maintain the revenue whatever the goal is that's all I care about so I'm not like somebody comes in and I'm just looking at them like, oh, you're purple. Hmm. I don't know if this is going to work out because you're purple. I, like, it doesn't matter to me. Oh, you're purple. Fine. Can you answer the phones? Can you deliver good customer service? Can you carry these bags of laundry up four flights of stairs without it being a problem? Can you drive? Do you have a good driving history? Blah, 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 blah. That's all I care about. I'm going to just say, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. Okay, so you started out saying there's only one way to hire. And I think that's the problem because initially people who had jobs were hiring a certain way and they weren't taking into account. Yeah, it's diverse... one way to hire, the right way. That's it. So, so, then, so then what would you say about a corporation who only hires a certain person, a certain type of person well, someone, that, and, and, and excludes other people. Cause they made it, I'm saying they, some, somewhere, somebody. You said, but you said it's the right way, so. No, I said there's only one way. Hire and, the right, per, hire the right way. Hire the, the right person for the job. Not including all these other variables. Can the person do the job the way it needs to be done? That's all it, that's the box I check, right? So you tell me about these corporations who clearly hired one kind of way for however it's long. It's not one kind of way, it's one kind of person. One kind of person. Which right, is, that di one, that's a difference. Because they, they've, they're hiring one type of person because they've, they decided to hire one type of way. They, they've made a decision to say, we're only gonna hire this type of person. No, that's not it. Then why do all the people look the same? Then you say because they always go to the same sources. I'll give you a perfect example. Here at JSB, we have a select number of recruiting partners that we work with. 
right? Yes or no? We do. And but we also advertise on a lot of different job boards. Wait, hold on. Can you I said recruiting this? partners. What is recruiting partners? Like what you're saying, like like agencies? Yes. As re- okay. All right. So there's a select. And you cut me off. There's a select number of recruiting partners we work with. Yes. Okay. They typically send the same kind of people because they typically recruit from the same pools. Okay. And as we get different type of work, sometimes those recruiting partners are not as helpful in our locating the right person for different kinds of jobs. Yes or no? True. Now, does that have to do anything with our process or that because that's how that recruiting partner recruits or that's the access to people that they have. And so they're not taking into account what the, the background of these people are. They're just putting these people forward um, for our consideration. But we have to be mindful as the ultimate employer and as a service provider that if those recruiting partners don't provide us people who have a variety of thought, a variety of experience, then we may end up not finding the best person for the job. And even in corporate America, sometimes they don't have the best person for the job because they go to the same recruiting sources. Or they Th- constantly chose to choose that person because that person fits the, the, the certain checks, the boxes they want checked. I'm ignoring you. Okay, ignore me. Wait, what's the last corporation you work for? The last big corporation you work for? I don't know. But the New York City Department of Education. How about that? Okay, and that's a public entity, so it's not quite the same. Oh, it is the same because it, go look at most of the teachers who work in the New York City public school system. Well, who do they all look like? They don't look like a lot of the children that are in the schools in the neighborhoods that are being taught. I was one of, like, I taught at two different schools. At one point, there were only, there was two black male teachers in the entire school. And I think at one point I might have been one. When I no, when I first started at one school, there were there, I think there were two or three of us. And then at another school, there were three of us, and then there was two of us. Like that's crazy. So, are you saying the Board of Education or Department of Education has the right process that they're hiring the right way and getting the right person when they only have two or three black men teachers in a school in a school that's overwhelmingly people of color? Their goal is to teach children, all age groups, right? Mm-hmm. And the children is the children is the is the product. Like they're teaching them. So to ask the me, children is the client, or are the children the the the, the client? I mean, are children the, the client, product? But are the children the product? But they're the delivering product. the educational product to them, and at the end, the child is supposed to come out at a certain place mm-hmm. when they finish this this journey. Mm-hmm. So to ask me, are are they getting it right in the hiring process? I'll go back and say, are they getting it right in the in the service in the product that they're delivering to their client, which is the student. Which has been going on for years, for decades, that it's not, it, it, the system is, is broken. Well, I'm not even going to say it's broken. It's not, it's not providing the best service and value for their client, which is the student. So let's so pause clearly, right there. Let's pause right there. wrong on the teaching side. So in your quest to grow your business, you want to always focus on getting the best product or service out. And regardless of if you're, the New York City Department of Education, if you're a large international, multinational global corporation, or you're a laundry service security firm in the hood, 
having the right people makes a difference. It can make all the difference in how successful the end product is. All right, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. You, you asked me a question. Are they getting it right? I'm like, are, is there end product? Are the students coming out that journey right? Do they have everything they need? Are they set up for success? I don't know. You tell me. So then if, if you're hiring teachers to do this or you have a curriculum and all these other things, principals, assistants, there's a lot of components in it. And you're telling me there's a lot of student, there's a lot of teachers who don't look like the, the population that they're serving. Then clearly something's wrong. It's not right. Okay, so let's extrapolate that to corporations. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So if they're serving populations and the people that are working internally Listen, just like when you, don't when the, reflect. Hold on. Just like the jury, right? The person's supposed to get judged by their peers and you look at the jury and be like, that jury don't look like that dude. Or they'd be like, we need to change the venue. And then they move the, the trial to like a whole nother city and be like, ain't nobody here representative of the person who's getting on trial. So I'll add representation matters in a business, regardless of size. It's important that you have diverse thinkers, diverse doers, um, people that have a variety of experiences and backgrounds so that you can best service the customer base. So if you have a customer base that's very homogeneous, then diversity probably doesn't matter to you. I mean, if you, we always say this. But it should matter. Hold, hold on. If we say that there are niches and riches, riches and niches, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're drilled down and you're very specific, in many instances, if you know what your client avatar is, your customer avatar is, and that is a multi-billionaire um, from a certain community, then they're probably going to look like one thing and it's not going to be a lot of diversity in that. And whether or not you have diverse team members um, that have different perspectives probably won't matter as much. But if you have a much wider audience of customers and customers and clients that you service and they come from different backgrounds, then it may be more helpful for you and your organization to have different backgrounds represented within. So you're saying it's not going to matter in that scenario to the, the potential customer or to the business itself? I'm saying it matters to both that it ha matters to both that if there's if there's less diversity in the clients that you service then having diversity within your organization probably is not as important but if your goal is to service a more broader audience then it helps to have more diversity within yeah i would still want it regardless but you but you do, but you say that you don't focus Even on it so so example, if you're not being no. intentional I, I focus on who gets the job right. We, we originally, you started talking about diversity where there's these programs, there's all like, they have the supplier diversity where they say, oh, we want to get different vendors into the pipeline. That's a different conversation. We, we didn't bring that hire... up now. What? We weren't talking about that in this conversation. Wait, hold on. It's, it's, all, it, it's the same. I, we want to hire team members who, who work with us who are from diverse backgrounds. Like, if, if you're, you use a scenario of, we have a few partners that we use with the different um, for recruiting, right? But each partner sources from different places. So they all send candidates that might some be similar and some be different. 
But then we also have different job postings on different places throughout the web. So then those, those postings on different platforms reach a different demographic of people on each platform. And some of those platforms cross each other, right? And, and pick up on the same demographics. But if we're casting a wide net, there's people coming in from all different areas, from all different type of backgrounds, from all different ages, all different education levels. And then when they come in, we're going through all these different candidates, regardless of age, gender, culture, race, and just saying, who is the best for the job? So if you're casting a wide net and you have a variety of people coming in, you're gonna end up with a diverse workforce anyway if you're going through the procedures the right way and looking for someone who can do the job and you're bringing in a wide group of people. But if you choose just to put a help wanted sign in the window of your local business, guess what? Your population is not gonna be that diverse because you're only advertising to the people who walk up and down that street and the people who come into your business. And maybe, maybe one of them will take a picture and share it to somebody in their circle or call someone and be like, yo, call your cousin. He's looking for a summer job, right? The cafe in my neighborhood is hiring. It's not gonna be that diverse because you haven't cast a wide enough net to bring in a variety of people. So that's gonna limit you. But if you're casting a wide net or you have a variety of people coming in, but you still choose to choose a certain type of person for whatever reason, because you feel comfortable with someone who looks like you, or you just don't want to give the next person a shot, or you have some, I don't know, bias against this gender or that gender or this culture or this, I like, I don't know. I'll say this. Cool. Before I say I'll anything say else. this, that when you do use online platforms, it does help to potentially broaden um, the pool. We must keep in mind that many of these platforms have inherent biases that are built in. They do. So, so you put you, out more. You just need to be mindful of that. And you put out more. You put it on your website. You put it on your social. But, but, but we also know that people self-select. Right. People self-select. And so just like, you know, people are going to see things are going to pop up in your feed that are curated to you based on your preferences. The Wanna same add. thing, the same thing is going to happen with the, the job search engines and the marketing. But engines. if you run the employment ad, you can target who you want and you, you can, can target. But that doesn't mean that that person is necessarily going to. They might, But but you're putting out a wide net if the people don't respond you can't control that so are you saying that th that um, diversity in the workplace is not an important factor i didn't say that so what are you saying i'm saying diversity is important because as, as a business owner i want people from diverse backgrounds from all education levels from all cultures from all different communities all different ages because that improves my business i would be out of my flea plucking mind if i want to just run a business and say i'm only going to hire people between the ages of 23 and 31. I've just lim I've totally just limited any opportunity and growth potential in my business. Because if you look at any of our businesses, we have people who work from all, who are all different age ranges from what's the minimum somebody can get a security license? Was it 18? 18. From we have people I want to say probably we've hired people who've worked here from the age of probably 19 all the way up to I don't know, we've in their 80s or 70s, late, late 70s, 70s, right? Yeah at both businesses and people from all different backgrounds and all coaches in all w parts of the world, all, 
we've probably touched at least five out of the seven continents in, in the diversity in our workforce, give or take, maybe six out of seven continents. So there's people from all varieties and eat every person brings something different to the table, which is an advantage for our business. So if you're a business owner, small, medium, large, for, for any iota, if you think you're just gonna hire a certain type of people or a certain group of people or from a certain area, listen, here's, here's my comparison to that. I talked about it before when we talked about plants and grow, growing plants and growing a business. If you have a plant, and you put it in a certain size pot, the plant will not grow any larger than the pot you put it in because the pot puts constraints on it and it will not grow anymore. You buy a fish, put it in a bowl, put it in a small tank, the fish will not get any larger due to the space you've confined it in. So if you choose to hire only a certain type of people for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent, you've just put a huge amount of limitations on your business. So if you're only making a couple hundred thousand dollars now and your goal is to, to break two million, you're probably not gonna do it because you're putting constraints on it by not introducing new people, people with different backgrounds, with different ideas, with different viewpoints and different experience. You think the person who's 21, 22, 31 is gonna have the same experience as someone who comes in here and they're 55 or they're 65 or they're 70? No, they're not gonna have the same level of work experience because they haven't experienced the same things throughout life. I don't know if people forget this or just don't realize it. Far as I know, we only lived this thing one time and we're all going through this thing called life the first time and we learn based on our experiences. So if I choose to just constantly hire people who are younger than me or people who have less experience in something than me, and experience is not all about age. Experience can you can get a lot of experience and be young or you can get it when you're old. And there are people who are old who have very little experience and vice versa. So if you think you're you're going to do something and I'm I'm just hiring people who are younger than me or who have less experience than me, let me not even use age. Let me take out the younger thing. I'm going to just bring people on a team who have less experience than me. I have totally, that's some ego shit. And you know how many people run businesses and hire people and they're like, I don't want, they don't want to hire anybody who they are intimidated by or feel better than them mm -hmm. in any type of area. Or they might know more. I, listen, somebody come in here with a resume. Look at Miss Sampon when she came here. She came in here and dropped her brag book in the interview and you were flipping through and it, it is a binder. It was this thick. Whoa, and whoa, like, whoa, language. What, Beep it out. I'm like, this is this is real. The binder was like this thick. And what she's going to Harvard and she's she's got lived all, these, all over the world. She's lived all over the world. She's like speaking. Don't put numerous, her all on blast. You know, she might not want all her business. Oh, out there. too late now. She's on social, so she put it out there. She speaks numerous languages. Like, are you kidding me? So I'm gonna be like, oh, don't hire her because I'm gonna be intimidated because she might know more than me. I'm like, yo, hire her now. Like, I didn't even open her brag book. Johnson was flipping through it and she went to hand it to me. I was like, get that. Shit. I don't need to see that. She's hired because that's someone who's experienced and has opportunities and done these different things, plenty that I haven't done. Right. What kind of value does that bring to the table? So like, as a business owner, check ego at the door. Put people on your team who are gonna be better than you and you can learn from. So your business grows and you grow at the same time. You think if you walk into your business and you're the smartest person there, you got a problem. It's that simple. If I walk in the door at JSB, I walk in the door at the soapbox 
And, and my team is not bombarding me or telling me like, we should be doing this. Or I'm sitting in a meeting with them and they say some stuff and I'm like, damn, I never even thought about that. Like, oh my God, like we should do that. I, like, I don't wanna walk in and come up with every idea. I want my team coming up with the winning ideas based on their experiences or what they're doing now, what they've done in the past and say, Cope, this is what we need to do it. I'm like, here's the resources, let's go execute. How can I support you? How can I empower you to do more? That, that's it. Like, I don't, I don't know what this mystery is about. I'll say this. I, I know what it is, but I'm just not gonna say it. I'll say this, that recently I've been invited to speak on a bunch of different panels okay. and to um, interact with a number of different corporations with respect to diversity because I'm a woman, I'm a business owner, I'm black, whatever. Um, and in some cases, it's because these corporations, not the corporations we work with, but I hear from other people. Oh, is that a disclaimer? Yeah, because the, the, the folks that we work with, they get it, right? These are people that we didn't just start working with. These I, are people totally, that I'm we've been working with. I'm just laughing because you're like, not the people we work with. I'm just saying, this like, I'm not disclaimer. trying to throw shade because somebody be like, oh, well, I saw you with with the this executive. Yeah, because they get it. Of they course. get it. And in many of the cases, these corporations that we work with have very high level or um, leaders who have diverse backgrounds that speak multiple languages that have gone to different schools and may not necessarily be the A-list schools and bring a diversity of thought. Um, and so that's why they call us like, hey, you think like us, we think differently than other people. Come put my people right. on. Um, and, and so having to explain the power and the beauty of diversity to a lot of people it's like a full-time job and wherein the people in commerce and chill land they may get it they we still sometimes have to connect the dots um because it's like you talked about we want to have people on our team who are smarter who are better and different is not necessarily always seen seen as being better but it is and so um you know, on the corporate side, I just encourage you to say, if everybody went to the same schools, how are we gonna approach the, the challenges that we have differently? So one of the things that happens when I go into these corporations is I get to learn about how they operate and bring those experiences back to Johnson Security and to the soapbox and to make us better. So imagine if these corporations took the same approach and they reached out to firms like ours or firms like the ones that you all are starting to understand our perspectives and take those back on a much higher scale. That's that's what I really see the value in, in terms of diversity. And um, it starts with having the right people and being able to navigate in different spaces. Um, Chief, what about the diversity of education, right? Because I know recently you shared on social uh, about hiring self-taught people like talk to to having diverse educational backgrounds and how that can help the people in commerce and chill land people who are self-taught a lot of times from what i've seen in my experience and it's probably biased because i taught myself a lot of shit, i find them to be very good to have on a team and work with one because they're always open-minded and they dive right into stuff and they don't let challenges 
where they don't know how to do things stop them as easily as those who don't. So they always look for a way to figure it out. They're like, hmm, I might not do know how to do it, but I can go Google it, I can read a book on it, I can ask somebody else advice on it. They figure it out, or they sit there and just dive into it. They're very hands-on, very intuitive, and they work it out. I like, I love working with those type of people. Didn't you teach yourself how to edit and how to shoot video? I did. Right, and look how good it's working out now. So we have team members who have GEDs. I want to say we probably have one or two, a couple team members, not even one or two, who don't even have a GED. They didn't finish high school all the way up to team members who have PhDs. Like to, to me, it's, it's, just, it's about the person. So you asked me about when I talked about people being self-taught, like I'm a huge fan of people who, who are self-taught and you could be self-taught and have a high level of formal education or hardly any formal education. Education never expires. Right, because you have the ability, you have the desire, you have the wherewithal to want to learn something, acquire the knowledge, and then apply it. Like, it, it's not about what you know a lot of times. It's about your capabilities to learn and then get those things done. The process of what right. you've learned. There's a ton of shit, like I didn't, I do not know, and I learn. I like read, I looked on TV, or I just picked it up and started touching and playing with it and was like, I guess I better not hit that button again because that button deletes everything. And it's then like half the software programs I've used, all the, the SaaS products we've used. And what's SaaS in case people don't know? Software as a service is basically when you, someone creates a software and just resells it and you pay a monthly or a yearly fee, you pay something to use it on a regular basis, right? All the products that we use, I've taught myself probably 95% of them. Which is why I'm, I'm a huge thing. When I talk to different, you know, providers for uh, our products, I'm really big on the UI and the UX, the, you know, the user experience and the user interface. Because if it's not, if I can't look at it and be like, click here, click here, click here, and maybe read the help section about a couple of different things, you know, when you start getting down in the weeds about it, I'm like, I'm like why am I using it? Because like, it, it's not going to be effective for my team to pick it up. So going back to education, yes, it's it's important. But at the same time, like, listen, we're not, you know, it's not rocket science here. We're not performing medicine. Now, if you, you, you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, or you're in one of these careers or these professions where it's heavily regulated and there's a lot of, you know, rules and different stipulations, of course, you need, you need a formal education for that. Like you're, you're trading commodities or, I don't know, you're doing something that's with the SEC involved. Or, yes, you need to go to school to get your law degree because you need to understand. But the in law, the, in blah, some blah, blah, places, blah. they have like like this intern, apprenticeship model where if you're doing the work long enough, you can get your license right. without having to have completed the school degree. Right. So it's some professions you need to check the box when it comes to formal education. But far as I'm concerned, I, I'm more I'm more attracted to the person. What's inside here? I'm not on the exterior, whatever. Like, I don't get that. As you're growing your business and you're trying to attract potential team members, keep in mind some statistics. 67% of job seekers consider workplace diversity an important factor when considering employment opportunities. And more than 50% of current employees want their workplace to do more to increase diversity. Additionally, 78% of employees who responded to a Harvard Business Review study said that they work at organizations that lack diversity in leadership positions. So as you are creating and growing your business and you want to make an impact and attract the right people, be mindful about 
how diverse a workplace you create because that will either detract or deter great talent from coming to join your team and can have a significant impact on what you're able to provide in terms of a service or a product for your clients and customers. Um, anything else you want to add before we sign off, Chief? Yeah, you're building a business, you're hiring people. Just put your ego at the door, right? Put the positions you're, you're looking to hire for in a lot of different places. Whether it's a, a small publication, a large publication, it's your website, it's Craigslist, it's whatever. Put it on a variety of places so you attract a variety of people. And then sit there and be straightforward and honest with yourself and say, is this the best person for this position? Is this person going to add value, help me grow the business versus you just hiring someone that you feel comfortable with? Because they don't intimidate you. They don't make you feel like, wow, they're better than me. Like, and I'm speaking from experience. I've sat across the table from a few people and I was just like, why do they want to work here? So you need to be honest with yourself to make sure as you're growing and expanding your team, you're hiring the right people for your team. Not, not the people you feel that's the right for you because you worried about who could do the job better than me or if they're going to do it better than me. Just leave your ego at the door. Open up your mind and be open to a variety of people working at your firm. They're all not going to look like you.